episode 35 of The Deacon and the Doctor, we talk about a sitting U.S. senator threatening the Supreme Court. Just awful. We talk about, is too much attention being paid to our vice president? Yes, it is. We haven't paid attention to vice presidents ever before. Uh, We also talk about a college football coach doing something good. All right, now. And we talk about Major League Baseball doing something bad. So check us out, Deacon and the Doctor. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And I am an ordained deacon in the Catholic Church. Well, I'm a doctor of education. And the idea of the podcast is we're going to invite you to pull a chair up to the kitchen table and we're going to talk about real events. What's relevant? Yeah, and you might not agree with us or we might not agree with each other, but we're still going to have the conversation because, you know, it's hard. It's hard out here. And this is the deacon and the doctor. Hey, folks, uh, this is Deacon Bill here. Just a quick disclaimer. Know that the views expressed on Deacon and the Doctor are strictly Rhonda's and mine. They don't represent. I can speak for myself. My <laughs> views. <laughs> they don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church, right? And they definitely don't represent any education, no institution or uh, entity. Just my views. And the other thing that we'd love is we'd love to hear your views. And so you can reach us uh, on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, Find us at Deacon underscore Doctor. Yes, Deacon underscore Doctor. And follow us and give us some likes on the things that we post that you find interesting or comment if you have something that you'd like to add. And we will be gladly discussing it on our future episodes. Thanks. Hey, Dr. Ron. Hey, Dick and Bill. <laughs> this is going to be a show this week. So, did you see who's running for governor in Georgia? Yes, I did. Uh, Stacey Abrams has announced her uh, candidacy for governor of Georgia. And we know she built up quite a, a grassroots movement. She uh, She really affected... The senatorial elections in Georgia in the uh, last cycle. All I gotta say is Georgia need to show up for Stacey Abrams because she she did she was very instrumental in making sure that the things that the injustices that she suffered that first go round in her candidacy didn't happen to anyone else. Um, so hopefully she's successful in this second um, run for the governorship of Georgia. We'll see. So one of the other things that I think is interesting that came up uh, this week, we had a sitting U.S. Senator, Senator Shaheen from New Hampshire, put out a stern warning to our Supreme Court uh, over this. um, They're looking at this case involving Mississippi's uh, trying to outlaw abortions after 15 weeks. And she said that if they... Overturn Roe v. Wade, which was interesting to me because the court case isn't about Roe v. Wade. But she said, if they overturn Roe v. Wade, there's going to be a revolution. Here we go again with people talking about a revolution. So I, I think this is interesting because I think, you know, last year when we were dealing with like overturning the election and all the Republicans saying the Supreme Court better do this or else, there was all these outcries against 
you know, conservatives doing this, but I don't hear the same thing with a Democrat or a liberal Democrat saying this. And, and I think to me that just is fascinating. I think it should be the same standard for both. Well, are you listening to the right channels? Oh, yeah. Fox didn't have anything about it? Well, Tucker Carlson complains about everything. I, well, I'm not taking I, that. I, so, okay, so you just, you want the main, the like NBC to No, no, no. Say, I just think like, who do you want general, to say something about? General, who do you right? want some, to say in something general, about? In general, I'm not saying that, person, that we shouldn't say right? anything about it, but who do you want to say I, something about? I just, I believe that we should look at things as right and wrong, not as, well, it's right if, if I agree with the opinion, but it's wrong if I don't agree. In other words, it should be wrong for a sitting U.S. senator to threaten members of another branch of government. Like, that should be wrong. Yeah, it should you be know. wrong. But, um, like, what happened to the guy that made the threat to... Like McCarthy? Oh, well, I mean, he's still the... Oh, well, no. You're talking about the guy from California. Yeah. He got censured. He got kicked off his committee. He That's got kicked happened. off his committee, but he's still... But he's still in Congress. The, so, like, the, yeah. the worst you could do to a person... But nobody's going to censure her for saying this. Well, didn't... Did, well, they're not going to censor, censor her because she's in the House, right? Well, she's in the Senate. Oh, she's in the Senate? Right. This other guy was in the House of Representatives. Oh, so yeah. how 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 now is he his was be... more direct. Like he had a a video of him talking about killing AOC. Like that was worse. I, I agree okay. that that was so, worse. So that something happened with him. But and we then, shouldn't be threatening each other. Period. And I think that we we still haven't learned our lesson. But so so she's not. She didn't threaten anyone. Any any individual. No no no. Right. She, she just did. said it's going to start. You better a revolution. do this or else. Was her so, whole thing. Was the and my whole thing is this too. Should the Supreme Court be making rulings based on public opinion now? Not based on the law? Like, no, well, we so, don't care about the law. So here, here's my thoughts on this, I think. Uh, she made the statement. Now, what would the rep... Like, you're talking about, okay, we're going to... We want... If, if the ruling is not upheld... There's gonna be a revolution. She didn't say anything. She didn't. She didn't direct that towards the, the Supreme Court, right? She did. She said there's gonna be a revolution. You better do this or else. I'm I'm giving you this stern warning. Like, but you but better do come this on, or else. Like, I mean, who do they? Th- who does she think she is to like say that? Because there is no like nobody. Them people on the Supreme Court ain't listening to her. And her. Well, they shouldn't be, but um. But could it be intimidating? Because, like, you know, my thing is this, How is right? it? You, do you really so, like, think they're So, like, when the stuff came up with, like, McCarthy and these other Republicans, the, the deal was they wanted the Supreme Court to overturn the election, right, and, and make Trump president again, even though Biden had been lawfully elected. They wanted them to overturn it. And the Supreme Court refused. So, like, we're not doing this. And then what happened a couple of weeks later? You had these idiots storming the Capitol on January 6th, Right. So right. if but I, I think, take what she said I, I don't, I and think, use that same think, context. No, but I think that the the issue with Jan- January 6th was that all of that happened and you have the president of the United States saying There are other things. factors involved. So it is not one lone senator out there saying there's going to be a revolution. That lady could stand up in front of, on the Capitol tomorrow and say we're gonna have a revolution with ten people out there, 
And that's going to be about all she gets. Because before this tonight, I didn't know her name. But, but if her point simply is that the Supreme Court should rule a particular way because there would be people upset if they don't, I, I'm just saying, there's an example well, last year where that happened. The Supreme Court didn't rule a certain way. People got upset. We still well, moved on I think as a country. The, I think the, the Supreme people Court... People are going to be upset. The Supreme Court rules on things and people are upset every day. Right. For one reason or another. And, and that just, shouldn't be why they make still, decisions. We still... And that's not because you, the people on the Supreme Court ain't listening to that lady. Right. So I think another issue that came up this week with politicians. I want to talk about our vice president, Kamala Harris. Oh, I'd be pretty. And I want to talk about this. Do you think she's getting more scrutiny because she's a woman, because she's a black woman? than otherwise would be given to her office. So I think I think so because like, you know, you were there there's oh well what is she doing is the comment. I'm like, right. what like, what in the she, heck have any of them forty plus be? white men that have been in the office have ever done? Nothing. I right, mean because they're the vice president. What are like, they supposed to do? So but but because she's the first in the office, the expectation is that she she's seen more, and there there I I seen stuff on like Black Twitter where they like oh, Black Twitter yeah, come <laughs> what com- is that? that that's a thing that's a thing, <laughs> the, 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 you know pe- people be chiming in on how they feel about Vice President as you know during the election she was all hey y'all vote for me you know H U you know and now she done disappeared. We don't see her. Well, the big issue she touted both when she was running for president and then as the vice presidential candidate, the big issue she touted was voters' rights. And to date... How's she going to do anything with voter rights, though? Like She said she was. Biden was in... Okay, so let me ask you this. Biden was in office eight years as vice president. Right. What did he do? Went to funerals. Shook hands. raised, Raised money. Raise. That's what vice presidents do. Okay. So that's all I'm going to say. And now he's president of the United States. No, but if you claim you're going to do I'm something. I'm not saying that he, I know he served and has been a lifelong Senator, political right. servant. Before that, right. But I'm just saying, if you say you're going to do something, should you not do it? Uh, like, should you say, I'm going to get this done, and then 12 months later be like, well, I was just vice president. I couldn't really do that. Well, you said you were going to do Did you say 12 it. months later? They in office for four years. What you mean? She can't, like, how's she going to do it, Bill? What's she going to do? What is she going to do to improve voting voting rights, you say? That's what she said. So, voting rights is a state thing and. Like, we tried to we tried to pass the voting right, voting voting rights voting bills. rights act. Yeah, it didn't get passed. John Lewis, rest his soul. We should have done it, but we didn't. Well, I'm just saying that was one particular issue that she tied to well, her how is she gonna, candidacy. So how is she going to do anything? And and that's that's where like you can't tie anything to your candidacy. Candidacy. Is she, is candidacy. She, Recommending Sit. legislation. How you to say that word? Candidacy. Candidacy. There you go. You can't say it. You can't say stuff as a vice president that you're gonna do something 
When you ain't, you're not ruling. You're not the person. You're not the main person. You're like the second second chair. Yeah. And the only time you I'm get not arguing with only, any of that. The only time you get to do anything as second chair is if something happened to the first chair. Right. But you you claimed you were going to do this. Now, one thing she didn't talk about, but um, she was kind of appointed. I don't know if it was an official title, but I know the papers gave her this title, like the border czar. And that was kind of like something that she was tasked with that she hasn't really seemed to embrace or do a whole lot with. I think she's been to the border once or twice. How but many things times at the you border, want to go to the border? Well, I don't know. I would think Again, if the border gets worse under times, your watch. How many times did uh, Pence go to the border? I, I know. know. How many times did Trump go to the border? He probably didn't. He went to go see his wall. Okay, he went to the wall. And then that the, the what was his, his wife? She went to the wall because she wore that jacket that was insensitive. I don't right. remember what it said. But I don't give a... <laughs> something like that. I, I don't know what it yeah. said, but like she, she, she don't care about them people. But so all I'm saying is, yes, I understand that Kamala Harris is going to be more scrutinized because she is the first black woman. woman she's 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 black and she has yes yeah, she has Indian, an a- asian Indian, right yeah asian black asian yeah she's got american yeah so she represents a lot of categories cultures yeah and that's great but you know like i don't I, I i'm i think that we put too we place too much scrutiny on her on because on, of that. on first yeah. Period. Yeah. And we have this country has not had a lot of people of color in. in well, I know she the first one in the vice presidency, mm-hmm. and you know what? And so, what do you do with that? You know what I'm saying? It's it's hard for you to, for hard for you to judge someone's performance in something when they're the first. But if you stack her against the rest of her counterparts that have served in that office. Is she where? Where's what's her report called? Right. You know, judge her on the merits of what she's done compared to those that have come before her. If you're gonna judge her, don't judge her as the first black woman or the first Asian woman or the first woman. Right, she's a don't, vice president. Let, let her be the vice president, right. and that's what we need to do. We need to stop looking at well, she's a that's a lady because there's a there are plenty of positions that women have not occupied in this country that. Yeah. Hopefully, in the in the years to come, that all changes. But we can't look at people based on what they look like, even though I know folks do, and say, "Well, they they're not doing this or they're not doing that." Because there are plenty of people that have just been riding the wave and doing nothing. And yeah. I'm not saying she's she's doing nothing. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying you can't pin. Show me the resume of the all the vice presidents. So let's see. What have they accomplished? Yeah, right. no, I'm with Nothing. you. Nothing. Yeah, I'm with you. Somebody who is accomplishing something. Uh, the recently elected mayor in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Her name is uh, Vi Lyles. I think I'm pronouncing that right. But what I think is really interesting, her father, who's 96 years old, uh, and, you know, helped her, you know, with her... You know, obviously her upbringing and all of that, right? But, you know, um, you know, here's an individual talking about her father wasn't allowed to vote, 
right? Mm -hmm. Until he was 44 years old. And why is that, Bill? Because, uh, you know, the racist laws of the day didn't allow this man to vote. Because the Voters' Rights Act right. of 1965 you know. did not happen. So, yes. So, the, I mean, and that's where I think people don't realize how, how like, to me, 50 years ago was close. That's, yeah. that's close yeah. times, right? Yeah. That That's almost within our lifetime. Almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> but not quite. Um, but at the same time, you know, we we have, you know, years ago that people couldn't vote. Right. And, and now to to see his daughter be elected, I'm sure that he's a proud father to see Amen. that happen. But um, another woman in the news doing incredible things, Miss Julia Hawkins broke the hundred meter world record. Who is Julia Hawkins? And she ran I've never a time. Heard of her. She ran a time. She she broke the hundred meters. In a minute and three seconds. A minute and three seconds. Well, this is the world record she broke. The over one hundred year old. All right. World record. She is one hundred five years old, and she ran a hundred meters in a minute three seconds. Way to go, lady! Way to go! I had no idea that there was a world record for the over one hundred hundred meters. I wonder how old the person was before that. That broke that. That had the record. I have no idea. But I that's that I that's see. that's awesome. Maybe I'm I'm gonna set my goal on doing that. And she did it down in Louisiana. You know they're fast down there. They are. <laughs> that's <laughs> what my my LSU fan friends always tell me that those LSU Tigers that, are pretty fast. That uh, people are just faster in Louisiana. So Julia is living up to that uh, to that bias. So congratulations. Miss Hawkins. All right, Julia. Oh way gosh. to go. Way to go. Uh, NASA, your uh, space administration, mm -hmm. I think is making a huge mistake. So they're building a satellite okay. with the intention of putting it up in the air and purposefully crashing it into an asteroid. Not an mm -hmm. asteroid that's going to impact the Earth. They're going to call, them fools going to cause us to Right, have because it's never happened in human history that somebody invented something for no particular reason at all. But why would And it turned out to be really bad. So, That's never happened before. Yeah, nah. Like, I think that that might not be a good idea, NASA. But you know, the other thing that recently happened, talking about space debris. Uh-huh. Um, the Soviets. They, oh, their satellite. They blew up a satellite and yeah. the debris caused some trouble at the International Space Station. Yeah. For, you know, not only Russian cosmonauts, but, you know, astronauts from the United States. So, you know, what do you, what do you think? Like that, that's a, un, well, they didn't announce it. So you don't announce it, you do it. And, and it caused the um, folks on the International Space Station to have to take cover and be in like an emergency protocol. Right. So, you know, there is so much trash, trash in, in our space. atmosphere. Yeah, because all the old satellites, they drop out. If they don't drop out of orbit, they just, yeah, they're just out there. 
Dude, we, we, human beings, I, we just, we get trash, everything wrong. Trash everywhere, people. We got to do better. But like, so how do you, how do you improve that? So NASA sends this satellite up. To me. Just because, just let, let's see what happens. Well, how, how. And their whole thing is, well, maybe one day there'll be an asteroid that does threaten the earth. So we have to have this technology. And I'm like, okay, but that doesn't mean you just set off random well, let me ask you this: Did it's it's not it might be a not a near Earth satellite. It's going to be uh farther out. Like we're going to track it. It's going to be going out to say, I don't know. I'm just saying. Jupiter, what what Saturn? will happen because of this? Nobody knows. The unintended consequences. We've just proven in our history. Now, I know that there's some astrophysicists that could figure out what's going to happen. You can't. Or maybe they're just... Why do you say you can't? They can figure out that that asteroid ain't hitting the Earth. And they can figure out that when our satellite hits it, it's going to... They can figure that out. But the what happens after that? Mm-hmm. No, they can't. Well, they might be able to figure it out. I mean, there could be some unintended consequences, I'm sure, you know, that happen. But I hope that they'll be able to plan it out. Because you know what smart people never think through? The unintended consequences. No, All not. the smart people you know that come up with great ideas, and then you look at them and you're like, uh, hold on a second. So what you saying? Who is you the person that's looking at them saying, hold on a second? Well, I'm not the smart person. I'm just the person <laughs> who's seen things go really wrong before, and I'm like, uh, put the brakes on that for a second, and let's talk through this. Okay. Well, I see you have faith in your NASA scientists. Not. I got faith in y'all, NASA. Not. You know, Major League Baseball might go on strike tonight. Why? The their uh, current deal with the players runs oh. out tonight. Oh, so what happens if they go on strike tonight? I mean, they've got till March? You know, February, March, February? yeah, to get. The, normally, February is when pitchers and catchers report, but you also have, like, some of the minor league systems, like out in Arizona, are still active and you know they're still playing but um but yeah i mean you know we could see a delay to the season Hmm. wouldn't be the first time right you know the only positive thing to a player strike what is that or a lock this would be a lockout not a player strike this would be a lockout but the only positive aspect to that is i wouldn't have to see max scherzer in a mets uniform Y'all, Bill is still, ending his feelings over I this still whole can't trade. Get over he's, that. he's still sick that Max Scherzer left the Washington Nationals. It was hard enough saying and went the out Dodgers. there to the Dodgers. Now he's like, oh, coming to the Mets. Now he's going to be pitching in the same division. And you know what? Three years, he gonna $130 be, million. He's going to be spanking them Nationals' tail. That's right. No, that's right. So you just get ready. And so he's not only making, you know, what's that, forty plus million from the Mets this year? Yeah. He's still making fifteen million from the Nationals because they set his contract up to be deferred payments over the next ten years. Oh wow! So it's good to be Max Scherzer. He getting a paycheck from the Nationals. So if he didn't play another game of baseball, yeah, like Barry still... Bonds is still getting paid by the Mets. Barry Bonds, he is is still. I'm sorry, what? not Barry. Bobby Bonilla. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, Barry Double Bonds B's. Double B's. Never Bobby Bonilla. For no Bobby Bonilla. 
is still getting checks from the New York Mets. Wow. Yeah, that's that whole deferred payment system. Well, I mean, I guess that's a good retirement system. That's if, what he if said. You're looking for one, right? <laughs> that's what he said. I ain't got to work, but y'all still paying me 10 years later. Yeah, I mean, Vanilla's still all these years later. Yeah, he's been more than 10 years. Hey, another uh, football coach. Let me switch to sports here. College football coach who got paid. Uh, Jim Harbaugh for Michigan. Michigan finally beat Ohio oh, State. First Ohio. time in Harbaugh. So you're, you're saying he got paid in the victory. Not no, paid in he dollars. got a bonus. Oh, he did? So he had, in his contract, he has bonuses set up, and one of them was this Ohio State game. So $500,000 for to beating beat Ohio, Ohio State. State. Now, a lot of the um, athletics staff at Michigan took a, a big pay cut last year because of COVID and how it... Yeah, yeah. Know. So he's taking that five hundred k and donating it back to the athletic department specifically to give the people their money filling back. gaps of all of that. Well, yeah. that's that's a nice use of that that fund. And if Michigan beats Iowa this weekend and wins the Big Ten, uh-huh. he's doing a million dollar bonus. He said he's doing the same thing. Like any oh. of these bonus checks are he's going, going back to the athletic department. Putting it department. back to the to the people. Well, that's that's good. That's a nice thing to do. I'm glad that there's still some people out there that just don't think about their bottom line only, yeah, right. and and think about others and how they've been affected, especially through this pandemic. Yeah, you know, yeah, giving giving back a little bit. So that's we'll awesome. see all that. And did you see uh, our alma mater, Naval Academy, go Navy? Uh, did you see the uh, uniforms for the Army Navy game? I did fly Navy. Fly Navy, yeah. Let's fly Navy. I hope Navy flies high. We gotta be on something good too. I don't know. I don't know. know about them. Them. This could be a tough game. West Point. I feel like I'm back at the Naval Academy losing again. They well, we'll see. Yeah. Army. Army. I'm, I'm, let's go. Let's go, Navy. Let's go. Yeah. Keep it positive right now. But I'm thinking that it might not look too good. No, Army. Uh, Took care of Air Force, and that Air Force game was pretty ugly for Navy this year. So we'll see. I think, uh, but that Air we'll Force game was early in the season. Second game. We weren't. We weren't really. You know, we didn't have the cobwebs knocked off. Hopefully, we. You know, we get that energy to beat Army. To fly Navy. Beat Army. <laughs> well, on that note, folks, we appreciate you staying with us. And again, uh, we will uh, look forward to. Uh, Next week's show, we'll be able to talk a little bit more Army-Navy, be uh, more hyped up for the game, uh, because that's certainly the big game in our schedule, right? Yeah. And um, that's it for this week. Thanks.